people of the world welcome to marketing as a foreign language my name is callen today on the show facebook will pay tens of thousands of users to quit the app ahead of the election so it can study the platform's impact on politics new test lets some people view instagram stories directly through facebook interesting little integration there breaking microsoft ads integrates linkedin ads targeting so those two worlds are combining breaking down the google my business profile program upgrades and last but not least google ads versus facebook ads which platform offers the best roi marketing as a foreign language begins right this very second All right, please do leave a comment. That lets me know that you're out there streaming live, YouTube and Facebook every day, Monday through Friday. Marketing as a foreign language is uh, good times. If you're listening to us on the podcast, we do appreciate you there. Hit the thumbs up button if you're on YouTube and Facebook. Por favor, Facebook will pay tens of thousands of users to quit the app. All right, so what's the deal? According to Business Insider, all links to all articles we cover are in the description. Facebook will pay users of its main app and Instagram as part of a study it's conducting ahead of the 2020 U.S. elections. Again, Zuckerberg has no interest in testifying <clears throat> in front of Congress any longer. He's done with it. On Monday, Facebook announced its plans for the study, a partnership with 17 outside academic researchers that aims to, quote, better understand the impact of Facebook and Instagram on key political attitudes and behaviors. It will examine the impact of how people interact with our products, including content shared in news feeds and across Instagram and the role of features like content ranking systems. So <clears throat> I appreciate that they're going for this. Good for them. They're trying to uh, be as fair as possible, but that's an impossible task, is it not? So they're, they're pulling out a certain number of, uh, of users to try to determine the impact. Will these people vote in a certain way? Will they not? This seems quite tricky. So, all right. It will examine the impact of how people interact with our products. We get that. All right. Uh, Dwoskin captured screenshots of notifications sent to some Instagram users this week asking them how much they'd have to be compensated. <laughs> to deactivate their accounts, giving them options of $10, $15, or $20 per week. Facebook expects between 200 and 400,000 people. Well, they got so much money. doesn't matter to them. That's a lot of money. A couple million bucks for this. Elizabeth Dwoskin tweets, so Facebook is now going to pay people to deactivate their Instagram and Facebook accounts before Election Day. It's part of the research experiment announced Monday, but wow. This notice went out this week. So there you go. Anyone who chooses to opt in, whether it's completing surveys or deactivating Facebook or Instagram for a period of time, will be compensated. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. What are you doing? I think it's good that they're trying to understand this. They're trying to get it. But I also, I cannot help but feel like it's just PR at this point, you know? They're really trying to look good 
because they've got infinite money to try to look good. But it just turns out that if you wield this much power, yeesh. So let's say, for example, that they find that Facebook has a significant impact on the way that people vote. Well, then what? Then what are we going to do? I suppose you would try to modify modify the platform so that folks aren't as influenced. That doesn't make any sense. So really, it feels like it just boils down to a more left or more right leaning bias. So like, let's say that they, they shut this down and then they find that people tend to vote more liberal when there's no Facebook or that they vote more conservative. Well, that, that doesn't that then just, you know, bring up a whole host of issues we know that Facebook influences to a degree. The question is, how much does it influence? And let's say they run the study and they find that it has no effect. Well, then I guess they could make the argument later that, well, you know, Facebook isn't, it's not that influential. Perhaps that is what they're going for here. What do you think? Is Facebook influential in, in regards to politics? I mean, here's the other thing, like who hasn't made up their mind yet? So now they're going to shut up, you know, these like this should have been something that they did like a year ago. If people are willing to like not be part of Facebook for a year and see if it has an effect, that might be uh, perhaps um, more valuable data. I think in the final months here, if you haven't made up your mind about who you're going to vote for yet, yeesh, I have a hard time kind of understanding where you're coming from. Um, it just seems like we've been bombarded with information over uh, the last few years. And uh, well, perhaps I'm wrong. Perhaps there are many more undecided voters than I would give you credit for. The Verge article, new test lets some people view Instagram stories directly through Facebook. So today is like the day of mergers, right? So we're talking about Instagram and Facebook, um, kind of, for lack of a better word, linking themselves uh, more intimately than they had in the past. So only your Instagram followers can see your stories in Facebook. Some Facebook users, this from the Verge article, users have recently noticed that they can now watch their Instagram stories right from within the main social network app. Facebook has long allowed and encouraged cross-posting of Instagram stories to Facebook to help build momentum for its own version of the format. Now, the new test brings Instagram stories right into Facebook for direct viewing. You'll know whether you're looking at a Facebook or Instagram story based on what color encircles the profile photo. Facebook stories will have blue. Instagram will have the same pink, orange hues. Okay. So Facebook's not being entirely clear that nothing about who can see your stories is changing. Only your Instagram followers who've linked to the account. Okay. So in essence, um, the walls are coming down. I wonder uh, to what extent Google and YouTube, you know, are trying to kind of merge there, uh, their two product offerings. Uh, what's the incentive here for Facebook? Do they simply want to increase the value of Facebook? Do they not care if people are either on Facebook or Instagram? Uh, it just feels like once you've grown to a certain uh, size um, that uh, these sorts of uh, mergers seem somewhat inevitable. Breaking Microsoft ads integrates LinkedIn ads targeting. Well, there you go. So now we're talking about um, more integration. So Susan Wenegrad with Search Engine Journal writes, the much anticipated addition of LinkedIn targeting to Microsoft ads is now available in accounts for certain countries. Oh yeah, Microsoft has announced LinkedIn targeting is now available for search ads. LinkedIn targeting is now available for search ads. All right, this much anticipated feature is now available to advertisers for the following countries, the United States, uh, 
the United, the United Kingdom, Australia, France, uh, Germany, I assume is what DE means. Why is this potentially a huge benefit? That is a good question. Since Microsoft's acquisition of LinkedIn, many pay-per-click managers were hopeful this feature would become available. Advertising on LinkedIn focuses heavily on persona-driven targeting with options for things like industry, employer size, and other similar criteria, but it's widely regarded as a very expensive platform. That I would have to agree with. One of the struggles for business-to-business -business advertisers on search engines is consumers and businesses frequently search the same way using the same search terms without any way to identify the differences in entities. It can be tough for business-focused services to accurately find their targets. Okay, so we'll just use Send It Rising as an example. If I go to LinkedIn and I want to advertise a free month of internet marketing uh, with any website purchase, for example, um, and I want an ad to show up, I would have to find a keyword, and that keyword might be web development. And therein lies the problem, right? So if someone's on LinkedIn, I guess you would kind of rely on, you could target based on the persona, as they mentioned, on LinkedIn. So you could target business owners. Um, the keyword itself, that's what's weird about LinkedIn. So if you're running display, you would just have, you know, pretty little graphics in the corner advertising what it is that you're advertising to those particular people. LinkedIn search, I don't really feel is a thing. There's something called direct mail where you can literally just mail these people, but that's pretty much spam at this point. So I don't really know what um, like the Google search equivalent on LinkedIn would be. I don't really feel like people are using LinkedIn to search. So LinkedIn's targeting adds a supplemental layer onto the search setup, allowing for more precise targeting insights and observations of different audience types. I guess you could probably also insert ads into the wall. Um, sales funnel location versus LinkedIn back to the article. Another benefit is where the user likely is within a buying process. Many searchers are at least in awareness phase, researching a problem or seeking companies offering what they need. LinkedIn's targeting doesn't give you a way for advertisers to discern where a certain persona is within that process. It generally means LinkedIn has to be used as a top of funnel tactic to provide quality, qualified users. And because it's pricey, it can require a chunk of upfront marketing spend. Combining the highly regarded targeting options with the lower funnel user in search is potentially a huge win-win for pay-per-click managers. I'm trying to think here, are we talking about Microsoft like Bing? Hmm. Trying to wrap my head around this one. So how to apply LinkedIn audiences. Perhaps this will provide some clarification. Users can navigate to the settings tab of any campaign or ad group within the eligible campaign types noted above. Scrolling down to the targeting section, there's an edit target categories link. Clicking on this populates a menu of targeting options. Okay, so here we go. So we've got location, device, age, company, gender, and industry. That's pretty good. If you can target by company, um, I assume on LinkedIn, that's pretty good. Company and industry. Once the desired targeting criteria are chosen, scroll down and there will be the areas to input specifics. Um, so you can, you know, narrow it down, education, legal, finance, recreation and travel. This is all fairly normal stuff. Microsoft's full announcement can be read here. Why don't we go ahead and read that? Why don't we go ahead and check that out? We've got a three-day weekend coming up. 
Dynamic remarketing, LinkedIn profile targeting, and in-market are here. This is from uh, Microsoft Ads. As we head into the holiday season with companies increasingly shifting to digital marketing, reaching the right customers, blah, 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 blah. Dynamic remarketing helps advertisers reach customers based on products they've browsed, considered, or already purchased. Okay. When combined with shopping campaigns, they allow advertisers to target audiences with the specific products they've interacted with. So this, this is a big deal. LinkedIn profile targeting is a unique and easy way for advertisers to target highly relevant audiences based on the user's job function, industry, and company. Whether you're a furniture store looking to target the work from home crowd or an equipment supplier looking to sell parts, LinkedIn profile targeting can help you achieve your advertising goals with its coverage of 100 plus industries and 80,000 companies. And then in-market audience is now available for French and German markets. So we're not going to go into that one. How can you use this data? All right, we can really go down the, uh, the rabbit hole with this one, but leave it um, leave it up to me to try to summarize this. So Microsoft offering, basically Microsoft and LinkedIn coming together to provide a new way of targeting, um, new options for targeting via pay-per-click. Breaking down the Google My Business profile program upgrades. I hope there's news here. We'll see what these program upgrades are. This is coming from Search Engine Journal. Madeline Wing writes, Google may open the Google guarantee to some local organic search opportunities. Here's how it can impact small businesses and consumers alike. All right. So in late July, we learned that Google appeared to be offering upgraded profile features to Google My Business members for $50 a month, local businesses that aren't already part of Google's local service ads, LSA, program are being offered badging and backing similar to the Google Guarantee. This apparent shift towards offering its SEO muscle to organic search in addition to paid is significant. It also has some interesting ramifications for local businesses. Let's break down what it means. All right, so what's up with Google Guarantee? Here's a refresher on Google Guarantee. The program, previously limited to paying Google local service ads customers, so you used to have to be a Google local service ad customer, would give you a green badge um, if you were a reputable Google vetted service provider, but the value of the program lies in leads. Businesses pay per direct sales lead, which are made possible by a boost in Google's search rankings. Jeez. The guarantee also shields customers from, excuse me, consumers from fraud by offering to refund them if a service provider is illegitimate, making customers who are searching blindly for a service much more likely to opt for the Google-backed option. Okay. So the real differentiator from the guarantee apparently being offered now and what uh, the LSAs, which again is local service ads um, the LSAs already have is that it's Google's first foray into putting their reputation behind businesses that aren't already part of their ad program. It's also a game changer for organic. So at a $50 price point, small businesses are being offered a monumental opportunity to set themselves apart from other service providers in the local area, a difficult feat with the limited budgets and lack of time small business owners typically have. So why the heck is Google doing this? It's clear 
that this could be a play towards getting more business in the funnel for um, local, what is that acronym again? LSA is local service ads, that's right. For local service ads. So by giving small businesses a taste of what Google's guarantee and rankings boost can accomplish, the company is betting they will see the value of a relatively small $50 sum and want to spend more. Okay, so how Google guarantee changes may affect consumers and businesses. Um, more guaranteed businesses means better search and less risk. Uh, we can see why this would be um, a benefit to both consumers and the business themselves. But uh, we always run the risk with things like this of everyone doing it and then all of a sudden it loses its value, right? If 80% uh, of businesses are doing that, then it just becomes almost like a tax that you simply have to pay um, in order to compete at this level. So um, something worth looking into, Google guarantee for sure. Uh, you previously had to pay for it. Now it's just, uh, well, I should say you used to have to run ads on uh, local service ads specifically, and now you can just spend 50 bucks, I think, and um, gain access. So this is something that I intend to research more on when I'm off stream. Last but not least, Google Ads versus Facebook Ads. Which platform offers the best return on investment? This is coming from Forbes.com. Author Marco Matalo, Motola, CEO and founder of Trigger Digital, oversees advertising operations, business development, and client partnerships for his agency. So he writes, it's no secret that Google Ads, formerly known as AdWords, and Facebook Ads have a long-standing rivalry Blah, 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 blah. Google ads versus Facebook ads. All right, in reality, there isn't a quote better option. Wow, really getting right down to it. Because both platforms uh, offer unique. Yeah, okay, get it. You know what? I can summarize this entire entire uh, article without reading it. Um, Google ads are, if you get in the hands of someone who's really good, um, an expert, a professional, in uh, Google Ads, you can do a lot of damage. You can get a lot of leads, um, and it can be really, really strong. Um, in my experience, uh, probably one out of every five pay-per-click professionals that I talk to is um, is good, and one out of ten is the guy or gal you need to find. Um, I have I've worked with tons. The problem is. Anyone can put like eight years Google ads on their resume. They can put um, uh, all of the certifications that Google provides on their resume. Um, you can sit down with them and pay-per-click is so incredibly difficult to understand at a high level. I mean, it's like chess. I mean, you, you make moves. You may not make a ton of moves, but if you make the right moves in the right order and the right sequence, and uh, make bold moves, um, yeah, you can make a lot of money. There's no question about it. Um, and so how do you find someone that has that level of skill? Well, you know, as an owner of a company, um, it's taken me quite a while to find really, really talented uh, Google Ads professionals. Um, but when you find them, it's just as clear as day uh, because the conversions roll in, the return on investment is clear, the number of phone calls you're generating is clear, um, it's just obvious um, that it's working, and um, un, perhaps unironically, uh, it works almost across every industry. So 
if there's someone who is saying, oh, I'm just really focused. I just really do well in this one specific vertical. You know, those people may exist, but probably for like Fortune 1000 companies, right, where they just work in only one industry. In my experience, really talented pay-per-click people, um, they can work um, across multiple industries and they can do very well because there's just a certain kind of um, experience and brain required to do that. So Google Ads really at the end of the day um, is incredibly good for converting um, and knowing whether you're converting quickly. Facebook ads, on the other hand, tends to fall into more video branding reach world. I'm not saying you can't get ROI from Facebook ads. You clearly can, and you can clearly track it. Um, it just look at the look at the difference in the buying experience on Facebook. You're hitting up somebody very specific, right? It's a very specific person, like a 25 year old snowboarder, and you're selling him a snowboard, right? But this dude's also getting hit by every other snowboard com company because it seems like we're so clever when we do the demographic targeting. We're like, wow, this is exactly like we hit our demo on the nose. But the reality in 2020 is that everyone's hitting their demo on the nose, right? And so you are one of many snowboard companies that's competing for that person on Facebook. Now, if that person is going to go buy a snowboard, they're finally ready to go do that. And uh, they want to go in person, you know, to like go feel it, touch it, whatever. Um, and they do a search and you have the Google ad pop up and they come to your store or a Google local ad, for example, and they come to your store. Well, you know, it's much more specific a moment. Like I, I love Google ads because you're getting in front of the potential buyer in the exact moment when they're most likely to be making a decision. And so in my experience, by and large, Google ads convert at a much higher rate than Facebook ads. However, if you're looking for reach or brand presence or people being aware of who you are or selling somebody something that they don't need, they don't know that they need or don't know that they want or a new product, then you can't beat Facebook. Facebook's amazing. Or if you want to promote a show, I'm not going to promote a show on Google ads. That's stupid. You see what I'm saying? So they're very different. Uh, they're very yin yang, you know, one is broad, um, and the other is hyper specific. Um, the cost per click for Google ads is way higher than the cost per click for Facebook. Typically, um, if you're a personal injury attorney, here's a good example. And you run a cost, you know, a pay-per-click campaign on Google ads, you might make $200,000 on a client, you know, but how much are you willing to spend per click? 40 bucks, 60 bucks, 80 bucks a lot, right? Because you, you stand to make a lot. Um, a personal injury attorney on Facebook is just throwing a huge net out there like, hey, anyone just potentially in a car crash. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So just very different. That's just the nature of the, the two. So in summary, Facebook's going to pay a bunch of people to quit the app. I don't think they're doing this in time. I think doing this in September October, November, hello, two, oh no, ooh, two months of no Facebook. That's really gonna you know, change so many minds. I just don't understand it. You, it. you have to do at least a year, right? They should have been doing this a year, two years ago. I mean, kudos to them for like trying something. I just, I think they're, they're gonna spend all this money, 10, 15, 20 bucks. They're gonna give these people to like hop off Facebook. That's good for them. It stimulates the, co the economy a little bit. That's a good thing. But ultimately I just think it's too little too late. Um, they should have done this, um, 
earlier and i think next election cycle they'll they'll do better um trying to understand this um new test lets some people view instagram stories directly through facebook so people tend to see them as two different um entities and they are but as you can see when you are a uh, conglomerate like facebook is um those two worlds tend to bleed into one another Microsoft ads integrating LinkedIn ads targeting. So if you're running Microsoft ads, um, now it's got this huge benefit to it that it didn't previously have. Um, Microsoft ads can now allow all of this juicy, delicious LinkedIn data um, for your ad targeting, right? So that's not something you're gonna get from Google, apparently. So this is, this is potentially, as this says here, a huge benefit, it could be big. Um, LinkedIn ads are usually really expensive um this might drive down the cost um so it's worth at least being aware that uh, microsoft ads is now offering this linkedin ad targeting it's just a, it's a whole new world to discover and uh yep read that article and last but not least nope two left so we've got um lsa so you can spend 50 bucks google guarantee something to definitely consider if you're a small business it'll help jump your google local rankings I'm going to dive more into this, but try to better understand this. Google guarantee changes may affect consumer. Yeah. So it used to be you had to spend money with local service ads, and now apparently you can just buy in to the Google guarantee and help with those local rankings. That's a big deal. And uh, last but not least, uh, we got Google ads versus Facebook ads. We talked about that. Facebook ads, more of a wide net. Google ads, more of a uh, harpoon, if you will, for your fishing analogy for the day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're heading into Labor Day weekend, which is exciting. I hope you have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Again, to everyone who is watching on a podcast, um, please do swing by the YouTube channel, punch and send it rising, hit the subscribe button, notification bell, like button, all that stuff. I would genuinely appreciate it. Um, if anyone has any questions for me, you can always join us for the live stream, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um... Monday through Friday. You can also email us here at Send It Rising, which uh, would be done by emailing info, I-N-F-O, at S-E-N-D-I-T-R-I-S-I-N-G.com. That's info at senderising.com. Thanks so much for hanging out. We are going to see y'all next Tuesday. Have a good one.